streaming live on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and BlastTheRadio.com, this is The Lowell Green Show. The number to call and be heard around the world is 613-413-2217 or email Lowell at BlastTheRadio.com. And now, here is Lowell Green. I'm hoping for uh, lots of response today. I'm going to record the response we get to a couple of the questions that I'm posing here, and I'm going to forward it to um, City Council, in one case, Ottawa City Council. Uh, my first question is, is this. What's your opinion? What do you think? Would you support a full judicial inquiry into the light rail fiasco? This inquiry uh, would, of course, include a superior court judge. It would include testimony under oath and provide for a very intensive cross-examination. This question was raised uh, during my appearance on the Rob Snow show this morning. He asked me my view of this, and almost without thinking, I said, yes, absolutely. There are so many questions that we can't seem to get answers for concerning the fiasco of light rail. And I said, you know, the mere fact that Lavalin, despite all of the scandals that it's involved with, got two major contracts for well over a billion dollars, I think that in of itself is sufficient grounds for a judicial inquiry. Uh, I know that uh, this inquiry would cost money, a lot of money. Uh, in fact, the legal uh, department of Ottawa City Council says, oh, it would be anywhere from 3 to $20 million. Of course, they're going to paint as grim a picture as possible uh, because Mayor Watson and his accurate they don't want a judicial inquiry. But I must tell you that uh, two members of council, uh, Carol Ann Meehan and uh, Catherine McKenney, have uh, a motion that they're going to put forward next week to city council, next Wednesday, I believe, during which they are going to ask, demand actually, a full-scale judicial inquiry. As Catherine McKenney has said, listen, uh, we have already spent well over $2 billion. If we've got to spend a few million dollars finding out exactly what went on here, it would be worth it. The people have a right to know. And in this, I agree. But I'd like to hear from you. There's no doubt, as I say, that the inquiry would be costly. And it might not, in the end, even come up with the answers. I don't know. But at the very least, it seems to me that it would provide us with some of the answers. Um, I, I think maybe the real question here, and I, I put this to you, do you think there is a possibility that some, some kind of illegal actions have occurred in the granting of contracts here? Do you believe that there is a possibility of bribes being accepted or perhaps political interference or nepotism? In your mind, do you believe there is enough suspicion here to justify a multi-million dollar full judicial inquiry. What would your view be? As I say, I'm going to record your um, your comments, and I'm going to pass them on. Caroline Meehan is a good friend of mine, so I'm going to pass them on to her, and uh, hopefully it will give her some ammunition when she presents this motion before City Council next week. On the other hand, some of you may say, may say no, I, I, you know what, let's just, uh, let's just leave this. Uh, no sense in spending good money after bad. So 
your that's that's your opinion, okay, that I'd like to hear. What do you think? Do you believe there is enough suspicious evidence here, or any evidence at all, to support a full judicial inquiry into the light rail fiasco? As I say, uh, city councilors are going to present this to city council in full next Wednesday. And anything that you have to say, your views, we will pass on to Carol Ann Meehan. Um, on another, uh, <clears throat> some uh, I see some comments starting to come in. I'll give you a, a moment or two to respond to that. But uh, I think it's important that, that people speak out on this. I don't know if, um, I, I know that Rob Snow was talking about it this morning, and I'm not sure what the reaction on his show was. I didn't get a chance to listen. You may have. Um, we have some, several other topics here, and I'll, I'll throw out one more that you may have some views on. What do you think of Trudeau's announcement that all federal public servants across the land must be fully vaccinated by the end of this month, or they will be suspended without pay. Do you agree or not? And if so, why? If not, why? I'm uh, interested to see that even the union supports this, although the union would like a bit more information. They say they don't have enough information, but they certainly support the concept. What about you on this? John, uh, any responses yet concerning the judicial inquiry that uh, we can Absolutely, report? and so far every single comment is in favor of one. Here's one at 613-413-2217. Somebody's palms got greased. This person says, cheap parts that break while new, where do the money go? We need to find out. I vote yes. Ken says, okay. sure, do the inquiry. We'll get answers we won't like, but in the end, how does the inquiry solve our problems today and prevent problems going forward? Uh, David says, yes, I support an inquiry. Eric is watching on YouTube. He says, absolutely would support it. I feel you have clearly listed the questions here. And Chrissy is on Twitch. She says, I would support an inquiry into LRT 100%, see exactly where the money went and or if corners were cut. And that's why we are in this mess in the first place with what has occurred with the LRT. What I would I would like, I appreciate that. And uh, we'll, we'll pass all of those comments on to Carol and me. And thank you very much. And and I hope we get a few more. But um, uh, I think ancillary to that is the question. Uh, now, I understand you all think we need a judicial inquiry. Am I to assume from that, am I to conclude from those comments that you feel something nefarious, something illegally, uh, something illegal has happened here? Is that your suspicion? Do you think that bribes, every time the issue of Lavalin comes up, that, that word just keeps flashing in my mind. I mean, Lavalin has been found guilty on more than one occasion of making bribes, etc., etc. In fact, uh, I said on the Rob Snow Show this morning, you realize that when, when Lavalin was granted a contract for well over a billion dollars for maintenance, there were already some former Lavalin employees in jail for giving bribes, for bribing. And like I've never been able to understand that. Why, with with the record of Lavalin, which we all knew, we all knew what was happening with that company, the corruption involved, the bribing, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, not only in Canada but around the world. <clears throat> I just could not believe that City Council would grant a billion dollar or more contract to uh, to Lavalin. That that has always puzzled me. I, I mean, I, I hate to come out and say, you know, somebody must have been bribed here, but 
there's got to be some reason that they would have granted that that contract. I mean, if I'm sitting on counsel and I have a firm before me that's been found guilty on more than one occasion of bribing uh, and, and other nefarious acts, I, and, and you want me to approve a, a billion dollars for this company? I mean, I, I would say no. No, there's got to be a better answer than this. Uh, Rob from Carlton Place is on the phone. Yes, Rob, what, what's your view here, Rob? Uh, so on the, on the federal public servants, um, I'm all for it. And I can tell you, I, I'm a federal public servant myself. And uh, the union's not going to have much choice but to support this, uh, and including the management as well. I'll tell you why. Um, there's not a single person on my floor that I work with that wants to sit next to unvaccinated people, period. And that's, that's unanimous, especially those with young kids at home, elderly parents. So, I mean, if they want to backtrack, they're going to have an over, like, there might be so few people that don't want to be vaccinated, but if they don't do this, there's going to be a massive amount of people that are going to be very upset that are vaccinated, I can tell you. Now, I, I, I was watching, I forget the, um, the head of, uh, I forget if it's it's QP or one, I get confused with the unions. Mm. But he said, he, he was very reasonable. He said, yes, we agree with mandatory vaccination. However, he said, yeah. we haven't had uh, very much a discussion with the government on this. We need more details. And I, I agreed with him. They probably, you probably need more details, all right? Like, how is this going to be implemented, et cetera? Who, who is going to enforce this? Uh, what sort of supervision is going to, all of those questions, it seemed to me, have not been answered. <clears throat> but very clearly, the union is in full support of mandatory vaccines for uh, all public servants. So you, I think you're making a very good point. What you're saying is, if they don't do this, you're going to have some sort of rebellion within the public service. I, 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 I agree with you. I mean, I, there's no way that yeah. I could, I cannot risk having anybody near me who has not been vaccinated. I, I'm immune. Yep. Child, I have special drugs here that give me very low, low immunity. And COVID, in all probability, even though I've been had both shots, COVID would probably kill me. I, I just can't. And you know what, what? What gets me is a lot of these people don't understand that. They don't just simply don't understand. But anyway, I'm glad to hear you. Thank you, Rob. By the way, Rob, while yep. I've got you, any thoughts on do we need a judicial inquiry into LRT? Well, I'm from Carlton Place. So I don't have any skin in the game on that one. So, I so if you want my opinion, yes, absolutely, for sure. Um, not even so much just for Ottawa, but we've got a whole government to account. Something stinks in that whole light rail contract. And if we don't hold governments to account, I mean, you know, how are we ever gonna gonna change anything? So, right, but as far right. as you know, the cost and stuff, I don't really have any in in that game so probably not fair for me to comment on on the actual cost outlay but no but you're making a good point we we've got to hold governments accountable no question sir yeah. thank you for your call yeah. thank you bob anytime yeah um okay. uh, john we have some more uh, comments here coming absolutely in? we do by the way rob and carlton place you do have skin in the game because this is not just a city thing don't forget the provincial taxpayers are on the hook for this the federal Very taxpayers true. are on the hook for this as well if i can yep. uh, be so bold as to opine there uh craig says the northwest territories is now the worst place in canada as far as per capita basis however 30 percent of those testing positive and in hospitals are fully vaccinated we're not really talking about that today craig but thank you uh david says actually uh, sorry that's that's not true craig um the there's a different i think people are confusing the issue here uh 
it, it may be that, that uh, 30% or whatever it is of uh, people who've been vaccinated are testing positive, but that's, that's, that's not the number in hospital. In most cases, almost 90%, and in some cases even more, 90% of people who require hospitalization have not been vaccinated. You're confusing, and I hope it's not deliberate, you're confusing the number of people who test positive and the number of people who require hospitalization. There is no question that even, as I say, even though I've had both shots, and after four months in particular, my protection is only about 50% that this, this has all been published in Lancet. So after about four months of both shots, I'm only protected about 50%. But if I do come down with COVID under normal circumstances, I would not be sick enough to even require hospitalization. In my case, and in the case of other people who are immune channel, challenged, it, it could very well be the end of us. This, by the way, includes people taking chemotherapy. It includes young children who have not as yet been vaccinated. And it includes a lot of older people whose immune systems are very low. So that's that's what's important. Okay, go ahead, John. Uh, I owe Craig an apology. We are talking about that as it pertains to the public service. So I apologize, yeah. Craig, for that. Okay. I, I no said problem. we were talking about it. Uh, he says he watched the news on CTV this morning. Lowell, that's where he's getting that from. Yeah, it, it's it's there's a there's a big difference between the number of people testing positive and the number of people in hospital hospitalizations. Essentially, hospitalizations, particularly those in ICU, is essentially. It's become a pandemic of the unvaccinated. In BC, the last last place that I, I have figures for, 100% of all people in, B, in all uh, BC ICUs were unvaccinated. All people with COVID were unvaccinated, 100%. Go ahead, John. Uh, Eric is on uh, YouTube. He says, there's no way a single part of that LRT contract was read over by a government-employed transportation engineer before being signed off on. Uh, some text rolling in here. Our number 613-413-2217. Tom says, yes, absolutely, we need a judicial inquiry. It's more than obvious someone has been greased somewhere along the line. We are in two billions of dollars, but still would be worthwhile to spend a few million to find out what is going on and to stop it from happening in the future. Uh, Barry chimes in to say, Lowell, I agree with you on an inquiry and that it's about, uh, time the people of the city and country have government manipulation of the taxpayer's money more strictly supervised and contractors should be scrutinized as their past business records and work industry. Uh, here comes another text, 613-413-2217. Hello, Kim. Thanks for your comment. It's highly suspicious that SNC was awarded the contract, especially after the proven corruption, she says. Uh, Craig says, wish I could remember her name, but she did reveal 30% of the hospitals are fully vaccinated. No, it's not true. Go ahead. Uh, let me scroll back a little bit here to some of the other comments. David says, was SNC-Lavalin not even qualified, not even a qualified bidder, but got the contract anyway. Keep in mind that Ottawa has two different systems, LRT Trillium Line and the North-South O-Train. People forget this. And to that, Kerry asks, why are they not using the same trains for each stretch of the LRT or the same as the O-Train? I'm not, I don't understand that question. So, <clears throat> one of the things. So, the original O-Train was a diesel train running North-South. Yeah, yeah, it, it was a heavy rail, yes. Yeah. And now the new LRT is light rail and it's electric. Yeah, that's right. So why are they not using the same trains, I guess, is her question. Why didn't we go with diesel or why didn't we go with electric? I think, it, I think well, the whole because, thing is becoming electric now, isn't it? Uh, yes, that's, that's the idea, yeah. Yeah, the, the, uh, the old Trillium line was, was heavy rail, existing rail uh, with, with diesel. So that's called heavy rail. And uh, the new system is, is so-called light rail. Um, 
one of the, one of the very disturbing things about this that gradually we're getting some information and uh, some of the information as i say is very disturbing because apparently this latest derailment uh tore up or damaged track for a large large distance um, and apparently it was running for i don't know a kilometer or maybe more off the track uh, this is this is pretty scary stuff i guess that's one of the reasons why here we are what three weeks more than three weeks after the derailment and we still don't have the service is because it damaged a hell of a lot of the tracks there's something wrong here folks we have light rail around the world with no problems montreal system the subway system is 78 kilometers long it's been in existence for 55 years and there's there's scarcely ever a problem. There have been fewer problems in 55 years with Montreal's system than we have had in two years with our system. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's There's something wrong here. Uh, Shields. Nothing wrong with Shields, let me tell you that. <laughs> here is a great company, folks. In business, same family since 1947. Not not too many. I mean, there, there are a lot of family-owned businesses in and around Ottawa, but I'm not sure how many of them can stretch back to 1947 in the same family. It was Grandpa that started this in 1947, right after the war, and then uh, the, the, uh, the, his son took over, and now the grandson has taken over, Mark Shield. They run a great business there. They got a, now, the, the, the store itself in the mainstream in Pakenham is not that big a store, although they have very good salidity to, uh, selection <laughs> to choose from. Better twist my tongue here. But they, they, the, the secret is they've got a huge warehouse. Um, and in the warehouse, almost every appliance you could possibly want in stock. Now, there may be some rare occasions where they may have to order, but uh, from my understanding is that at least 95% of the time, if you want a, a new fridge or a stove or whatever it is, and by the way, they're really heavily into the air fryers. They are experts in air fryers at Shields. In fact, they're experts in, in appliances. Shields.ca, folks. It's very S-C-H-E-E-L-S dot C-A. There you will see. You go to that, you will see all of the appliances that are available, the prices and the savings shields go ahead john thank you craig says he's going to be heading to shields soon for some appliances awesome <laughs> uh joshua uh just chimed in moments ago did no one think to talk to anyone involved with building and or maintaining the montreal system and learn from what works uh ken is on twitch he says nothing illegal i think it's been a bloated government funded project suffering from bureaucratic incompetence to the vaccine question for the public service julie says i'm vaccinated but if we go back to our office as public servants yes we should be vaccinated i feel like it hasn't given people enough time to get fully vaccinated less a month just my two cents and terry says lying i mean we've had women can i just respond to that uh, of course it's in fact <clears throat> in fact um we have been vaccinating for about a year and a half now. The first vaccinations, I'm using from memory here, first vaccinations in Ottawa were December 14th. Uh, that's almost a year. Uh, we're coming up to almost two years. So uh, that, that's not true. We've had almost two years now to get vaccinated. So those people who have not, not uh, vac been vaccinated, it's because they don't want to. Simple as that. They are dragging their feet. They are prolonging the pandemic, but we've gone through this before. Uh, go ahead, John. 
Uh, Ray says they're building a new light rail system on the west island of Montreal, and it's elevated. Hope that doesn't derail. Uh, Terry sets us straight on our question as to why we're not using the same trains. He says line 2 O train uh, will remain diesel when completed. So the original line that was diesel will remain as diesel. Thank you, okay, Terry, for that. Okay, good. Thank you. Uh, Mike says not only that, but why wouldn't they use the same companies for phase two? This city can't do anything right. Uh, Guy says one year, Lowell, one year. There you go. Uh, David says, by the way, the new, the two new train sets are on the way up the 416 by truck as we listen to Lowell Green live. And Sherry says, yes, it's been one year. Uh, some of the other comments. Sorry, sorry about that. Yeah, I've got, I, I'm doing this for, from memory. I know it's all, uh, all, I, all, all <laughs> I remember is that it was December 14th. Yeah. Uh, so you're right. That was a year ago. It seems like two years. Sorry about that. No, I, um, I, I have troubles calculating that too. I, I, I don't even know what day it is today. It's all such <laughs> a damn blur. Um, and says SNC Lavalin involvement invokes an element of mistrust right off the bat. Tom says, that's our dear Watson for you. Uh, Peter says, as I said in the past, every big city that has LRT has a liberal mayor and SNC ends in disaster. It needs to be investigated. SNC and Trudeau are in bed together. No doubt money finds its way into the Trudeau Foundation. Oh, yes, an inquiry needs to happen and charges need to happen, he says. Well, that's interesting. Talking about charges on another topic. Here I go again. Another I told you so moment. You may remember at the conclusion of yesterday's program, I had a little bet out there. I said I would eat my shirt if after more than 2,000 people essentially rioted or whatever it was on Sandy Hill after the Panda game, uh, that I, I, I did not believe that police, even though we have videotape all kinds of it, would lay more than five charges. I said, uh, I, I, I just could not believe that we would see more, more than five people arrested. Well, guess what, folks? Police have just announced they have arrested three people. Now, the other part of my bet was that of the, those uh, who, who were arrested, that only two out of whatever number arrested would ever actually be found guilty of anything and uh, the penalty would very, be very minor, probably a small fine, which daddy would pay. Now, we'll have to wait to see if that happens. But so far, folks, I'm batting a 1,000, okay? I said I didn't believe that there'd be more than five arrests. And now, there may be more and down the pipe. I don't know. But so far, and I mean, they have tons of video. But uh, so far, we've had three people arrested. You know, I, I don't know if, if some of you people understand how serious it is. It's, it's one thing, you know, hijinks, uh, you know, doing this, that, whatever it is, uh, even peeing on people's lawns and front porches. That's bad enough. But I think well, there are two things here that, that really, really are serious and deserve very, very serious charges. Wrecking that car, because that's what they did. I mean, they, they essentially tore the car apart. And then even worse than that, the owner of the car, a young guy, comes up to them and says, that's my car, stop it, and they beat the hell out of him. There was a picture in The Citizen a couple of days ago of this poor guy's face. I mean, he's got a, a, had stitches under his eye, both eyes were all black and his face all black and bruised. A bunch of guys, I mean, he's, he's trying to protect his own car, and a bunch of punks, drunken punks, attack him. A bunch of cowards. I mean, can you imagine three, four, five, I don't know how many guys, and they beat the hell out of him. They could have killed him. They, they've got to catch those guys. And you know what? Those guys that did that, they should be, they, they should be expelled from the university. 
If they're university students, they should be kicked out of class and they should spend time in jail. Anybody disagreeing with me on that? I'd like to hear from you. John, more uh, more comments coming in? I've got the young man's picture up on my screen right now. I don't think it's coming through on our broadcast, though. Yeah, I've got to figure out how to do that. But yeah, he's beaten up pretty pretty badly. And the worst part is, I don't know if people realize this, He's there's now a GoFundMe for the guy. Uh, his insurance is going to jump by about $5,000 because of this incident. If he wants insurance the car, for his car. The car insurance, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's on the hook for that. Uh, let me see. Julie says, I am vaccinated, but if we go... Oh, we read that already. Julie, sorry. Uh, let me see. Um, oh, because I'm reading on the wrong damn screen. Lol, I got too many things on the go here. I apologize, <laughs> sir. Uh, the courts don't even give murderers life sentences anymore, so I'm not surprised there's so much leniency, says Lisa. Uh, Chrissy says, can we have Lol make his World Series picks? He's batting a 1,000 on a serious note. The you know what? Now that the blue... I, I was so... Heartbroken, so crushed by uh, the Jays not making it into that. I've, I've lost total interest, absolutely. I know. She says on a serious note, though, that poor guy has to deal with the aftermath, and it's really, really sad. Well, uh, I, I wasn't aware of that. Where did you see that? He's, he's, his insurance is going to be bumped up $5,000. $5,000 is what he's going to have to pay, and there's a GoFundMe to help that. I, the last time I saw it, he was darn close to the 5000 He's probably passed Jesus it now. Jesus, Murphy. I mean... Come on, they got to catch those guys. I, I repeat, not only should they spend jail time and considerable jail time, I mean, that's assault and battery. Yes, it is. If, I'm going to tell you something. If, if you start pounding people in the streets, there's a, there's a chance you're going to create, you know, serious permanent damage. There's a chance you're going to kill somebody. It seems to me if you get two or three guys jumping some innocent guy and pound the hell out of him, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't object to the to the charge being the manslaughter or attempted manslaughter or attempted murder for that chance. If you beat somebody up in the street, there's a chance you may kill the guy. Anyhow, I, I you know I'm, I'm obviously I feel that our laws are far too lenient. I've said this for years. Go ahead, John. Anything more? Absolutely agree with you. By the way, the police did say this morning they talked to 10 individuals, they've charged three, and they've posted pictures now looking for, I think, 13 more people. And uh, their photos are all on the Ottawa Police website, if you can figure out your way through. You know, one of the things that, excuse me, let me just, sorry to interrupt you, I'm short of time. One of the things that bothers me about this is there are all kinds of people out there, nice people, university students who know God darn well who those punks are. You saw them, you know them, you may sit in class with them. And yet, do you help police on this? No. Apparently, some people have come forward with videos. But I repeat, there are people out there, classmates in all probability, who know bloody well who these guys are that beat up this poor kid. You know, if, if you had any conscience, any sense whatsoever of morality, you would come forward and you would identify those people. I'll be surprised if it happens. Go ahead, John. David says they are charged under the Canadian Criminal Code. Hope the charges stick. No future employment and respect at the borders for them. Uh, Mike says, use these punks as an example. Same thing will happen next year. This is absolutely unbelievable. Cheryl agrees with you, Lowell, 100% on that. And Terry says, Lowell, yesterday I bet you a butter tart from Graham's Bakery that less than five would be charged. (laughs) I'll take one of Graham's Bakery's butter tarts any day under any pretext. (laughs) No kidding. Uh, Cheryl adds, people don't seem to give a shit anymore, Lowell. They get off and he ends up paying. And Carrie says, yes. Kick them and the people watching and not doing anything out of university. Arrest the ones beating the guy up and vandalizing the car. Uh, Helen Porteous, it's why my brother sold his house in Embrun. 
Uh, I guess she's referring what to What happened in Embram? I don't know. Oh, there, <laughs> sir, see, we're working backwards from the comments. Uh, Helen said, did you hear they were putting up 700 wind turbines in the rural areas of Ottawa? And Lisa's responding to Helen saying, Helen, it's what I put Oh, okay. I'm glad. You know what? <laughs> I, I'm glad you talked about wind turbines. This is news to me. I don't I don't think they're putting up any more. In Embram? Yikes. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't think Doug. Unless this contract is already signed, Doug Ford has canceled all kinds of them, as you know. So here we go again. Uh, I have to. I have to give you the latest information. It's uh, yeah. It's a beautiful, bright, sunny day. The sun is shining brightly. <laughs> uh, I can see the the leaves are rustling there, and so there's a nice little breeze. So how much power is being provided right now? Well, at one o'clock today, by wind and solar. Now, um, I, I said yesterday that the, the, the cost of wind and solar is about $12 billion. Uh, the guy, Annabelle, wrote me to correct me. He said, no, the Auditor General has said that it's about $38 billion. I, I'm still trying to get It's We'll never know the exact figure. Suffice to say, it's a hell of a lot of money that we have paid and continue to pay for wind and solar. So are, what are we getting from it today? Okay, I'll give you the figures. This is available to anybody, I-E-S-O dot CA. Okay. You're always looking for facts out there. Go to IESO.ca. There you will see the facts. At one o'clock today, Ontario was burning 15,713 megawatts of power. That's about, about regular for this time. Of that, 15,713 megawatts, wind, oh, really blowing, 527 megawatts, solar, 237 megawatts. Folks, as of 1 o'clock today, on a bright, sunny day, breezy day, wind and solar cost us billions and billions and billions and continues to cost us billions. Check your hydro bills every every month. Right now, producing 4.7% of what we require. 4.7%. And we have people in our midst who say, this is the future. 42 windmill farms, God knows how many millions of solar panels, and this is what we got. Yesterday, it was 2.5%. The day before that, it was 2.8%. And before I go, I have to also mention to you environmentalists that when it comes to windmills, we destroyed more than 2,000 trees in order to to build windmill farms. 2,000 trees cut down, tens of billions of dollars gone. And what do we got? Today, real good day, 4.7%. Thank you all. Have a good weekend. Uh, Have have a a good good Thanksgiving. John, I hope you're going to uh, have a good Thanksgiving. Your wife is away. She's away, but I'll be with uh, mom and dad and my brother and his wife and their family for uh, an actual meal, not one that comes out of a box. So I'm very much looking forward to that. And you'll all be vaccinated, right? Yes, absolutely we are. Thank you. See you on Tuesday. Bye-bye. The Lowell Green Show is seen and heard live around the world at 2 p.m. Eastern. Connect with us online at blasttheradio.com slash Lowell Green. Can't join us live? Download the Lowell Green Podcast. Available on Apple, Spotify, Google, and more. Ask your smart speaker to play the Lowell Green Podcast. This is a production of blasttheradio.com.